Downloading latest intel package. Welcome back. I was getting worried about you. Agent Academy, episode 11, recorded on January 16th, 2018. I'm Agent Goonie Guy. And I'm Agent Soho. And today we're going to talk about a bunch of different stuff. Some events coming up with Ingress. We're going to go over how the Circle K promotion's going with the experiences we had this week in it. Some awesome ops. And of course, people getting goldfished. 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 That's that's the latest and greatest. Oh, boy. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's get on yeah. into the... Situation report. Sit rep, sit rep. So, awesome bumper. Good old sit rep. This is uh, um, the top of the sit rep. This is the the coolest thing here. Uh, So, uh, Agent Academy episode 10, the the previous episode where we interviewed Andrew Krug, was featured in the the Ingress Intel newsletter. And uh, that was really cool. Yay. Yeah, it was really cool. (laughs) <laughs> we had people That's in a- our Telegram send us a message and let us know that uh, it was out and, and that we were in it. And it's it's always cool to open that up and and see like your your podcast in there and stuff. So yeah, so if if uh, you found this show because of that, uh, welcome to the show. We got a lot of subscribers and things like that from the episode. And uh, so yeah, we're just chugging along and uh, we'll be here for a long time doing this show. So. Uh, and also looking probably for for different guests to have on the show as well. We'll uh, continue to kind of have interviews and stuff like that. So, yeah, we're could. we're waiting on uh, Colin Williams. Hopefully, will be on the show. I uh, uh, unfortunately uh, uh, forgot to uh, re- reply to his email during the holidays, and uh, so he probably hates us now and and will never be on the show. But we'll see. Hopefully, he'll forgive us and uh, uh, come on the show. And speaking of subs, we just had a a second month. Twitch subscriber JBJ Blaze in the in the chat room. So if you're a ah. a Twitch watcher, that's where we stream live, and you can actually <laughs> sub there. There's multiple ways to do it. If you're Amazon Prime uh, account, you can actually do it for free. So go do that. Uh, but we also ha- uh, coming up is a remote participation event in Chicago, and this is basically like a RPG card game thing i guess not so much card but they have like the tokens and, and stuff on the boards and and it'll be live action there and and some really cool stuff and uh yeah you going to that, should, should we Chicago, to that? i mean it's a remote event right so like you don't have to be but it says if you're going to be in chicago in february you want to take part in this but it's if, if it's a remote participation experiment then can we not like i don't know what the details are but can we not participate remotely here in alabama (laughs) we will we will have to uh uh, find out the the, i guess it's actually uh, uh, two things too there'll be a um event going on there an agent organized event called the UCR scav hunt on uh, february 10th in chicago and then after that there'll be the rpe event will take place that evening and so uh save the date we'll figure out what's actually happening and how we can get involved when pack lets us know on investigate ingress and of course then we will let you all know as well and it's coming up quick i mean we're talking just a few weeks away now right 
Right, yeah, yeah. February 10th, is that right? That is right. February. Uh, I assume 2018. Maybe they're talking 2019. Maybe it's nowhere near. <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's see. Also, um, oh, so did you did you take part in this huge, huge operation here? I did. Operation uh, Freya, I think that's how you say it, F-R-E-Y-J-A. A, uh, the, the official sit rep's not out for it yet. Uh, and when it is, I'll link to it and, and we'll talk about it again, or at least we'll, uh, um, link to it because it mm. was a ton of people and they all deserve credit for all the awesomeness that, um, they did to get it going and get everything going. It was like 40 plus layers at, at 2 million a layer, uh, almost a hundred a million MU for the whole uh, thing. And it was huge. Covered almost all of Alabama, went into Tennessee. Oof. And it was, uh, it was really cool. I got to throw uh, like eight layers, I think. So Holy crap. I went from uh, 1.3 uh, million MMU to 17 million uh, in, you know, the span of what, a minute. <laughs> uh, so I got wow. my Onyx. So that was really cool. God, um, you just popped that quick. Jesus. Yeah. And I got to nice. throw from the right next to the, um, the, uh, the agent who actually put the whole plan together, put the, uh, so it was really good getting a bunch of information and learning how to play the game. <laughs> Be a good agent. By the way, this isn't a game. It's a, uh, simulation. Well, there's a game a, within the simulation. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Friggin' crazy. So you're Onyx. So uh, no need to ever get any more MU. You're done. No, I will keep going. <laughs> keep Sweet. Going. But yeah, no, I, I mean, um, you know, in lieu of... I'd rather someone who didn't have their badge get the MMU, uh, though, you know, because that, that helps out the team more. Yeah. Uh, Very cool. And also... Uh, Circle K. I went your there favorite to, subject, right? I went there <laughs> to get a code. Um, no code. I got a drink, but no code. No Again. code. So huh. apparently, I either I'm broken. I I want you to go to the same one and see if you can get a code. Because maybe it's just me. And they see you come in, they're like, oh, that freaking guy. They're like, whatever you do, do not give that guy a code. (laughs) Right. But maybe there's something weird in the code of the app that because I've gotten codes before or I got codes before the other promotion and during the other promotion, because it was during that promotion, mine broke and stopped giving me any codes. Did I get banned? (laughs) Did I get put on a a Circle K list? What (laughs) happened? So I want to see if anybody else is is able to get it. And I know probably across the world someone's able to do it. But I want to see if someone can do it from the same Circle K that I can't. Like, let's troubleshoot that way. It won't help troubleshooting from another Circle K. Now, if I go to another Circle K, maybe that would be. But let's let's do that. Let's, like, try all the scenarios and see if we can get it to start uh, working again. So maybe that'll be my homework this week. I'll I'll, uh, I'll investigate this the Circle K. I'll probably go to lunch with you near the Circle K and try it honestly. But uh, let's try that out away. this week. And then next week on SitRep, we'll uh, let you know our Circle K adventure. What happened? <laughs> That's right. 
Because I'd, I'd really like, well, you know, we have some agents that refuse to go to Circle K anymore because they're not giving me the code. So I'd really <laughs> like to end this and, and, you know, get Circle K some business. <laughs> so weird. Because they're not giving me the business. Mm. Wait, that sounds weird. Oh, oh boy. Um, speaking of business um, and being uh, hooked in, reeled in, or whatever you want to call it, hashtag goldfish, goldfish. This is another guardian hunting community uh, that has been uh, spotted by uh, uh, Clean Ingress. No, no, no. This isn't Clean Ingress. This is uh, this is Listgress. Listgress, which is a different group. Now they post their stuff on a WordPress and make it look very similar to clean ingress, but oh, okay. It's clean ingress inspired. That's what got me because the, the, the website looks just like it. But, uh, so Listgress is a new group, I guess. And, and, uh, so, uh, looks like, um, just a quick rundown here. Uh, goldfish is a Slack channel within the ingress enlightened in Sydney, Australia. Uh, it's been operating since 2015, at least 2015. Uh, two bots are available in the channel, uh, and you can read all about the details and the names and all that. Um, so, uh, now I do want to point out one thing. There's, there's, um, there's been some talk, and actually had it confirmed with with some other people that this isn't a scraper like the other systems that would actually scrape the data of the comms and enter it into a database. This was all manually input from agents. So it's this kind of gray area, um, whether you agree with or like dislike guardian hunting in general. I mean, there are legit ways to do it within the, the parameters of the, of the game rules. And so this to me kind of falls in the, is it IITC kind of level? Because technically in the TOS, it still says something about, um, you know, you're not allowed to index the content. Mm. Well, yep. you know, there's plugins on IATC that kind of do that, showing you where, you know, players are for three hours, uh, things like that. So, you know, this is where we need, as as agents of this world, we need a little, you know, less gray area. Like, mm -hmm. tell us what, what tools, what things you are okay with in Grass and, and, and let us know. Because uh, there's a lot of people playing who don't want to break the rules, but if we don't really know where that line is, uh, it's kind of hard not to, or accidentally do it. Right. Um, it uh, it it clearly well it states here on on the Listgress site the uh, the terms of service uh, pro prohibit the use of automation, software, bots, spiders, hacks, all that kind of good stuff. We all know that. Uh, but it also says um, it uh, it prohibits um, uh, indexing services or content, including information from users or about users or gameplay. So if you were to attempt to index or create a list of information about uh, users in the game, then already you're your uh, violation, you know, you're in violation of the, of the TOS. So would, so wouldn't you say that even if this isn't a scraper community, this is, uh, not, not a legit one. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's exactly what I was just saying that, that IATC 
it breaks the TOS too. Right, right. I mean, absolutely, without a doubt, they say it on their own website that they break the TOS, but that right. they don't think people will get banned for it. So that's what I'm saying is, oh, I if see, you're yeah. going to use IITC, this might be just around that same level of whatever. Like, you know, there's, there's kind of uh, what's the data used for? How intrusive is that data? Like, are you... Are you able to use this data to stalk people? You know, there's all kinds of issues that can go along with no matter what kind of tool it is and what it does. If it's a bot, if it's a scraper, is it, is it indexing? Are people doing it? I mean, if people were sitting there basically indexing all the data and were just doing it just as well as a scraper would, I mean, that would be, still be pretty bad, right? If they, if they mm -hmm. could still track your movements and to, to your house, you know, or to your work and things like that. Um, right. So I, well, I don't know. you're right. You're right. You're right because you know it says it. Uh, it states that automation and software and hacks and data mining tools and blah blah blah. But if you think about it, the the human mind is also a data mining tool, and it can also be used for evil or good. Right. So, um, so by using that tool that's that's crammed right into in your skull right now, that is a tool that is used for hacking and that is <laughs> going to get you banned. So, uh, I, I, but I see what you mean uh, by the IITC. It's like, yes, it is illegal, but d nobody's ever really said anything about it. But it's also kind of like, it's just, um, it's, it's very lightly. It's, it's in that, it's not even in a gray area. It obviously is not allowed. But the ethics is in a gray area. It's like, hmm, it's just a map. It's not right. like, you know, scraping, you know, t letting you know, like, home portals and stuff like that. Because then you're kind of treading on uh, breaking local or federal laws of, like, you know, stalking and stuff like that. You know, um, a list of people, where they work and their schedules. Yes, that would be stalking. <laughs> so, right, right. And, and there's... Um I don't know. Like, like there's things, uh, I don't know. We, we talk about this a lot anyway. And, and, um, I think everybody knows how we feel. So previous episodes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, this is the next in a long line and we don't, we're still waiting kind of to see what it really is and, and what it does and, and who does what. And, and, um, Regardless, it sounds like it's breaking the TOS, so maybe you should stop before you get banned. Right? Yeah. And if know. you want to go look at it, and it's you don't feel Australia, like, um, so yeah, if you don't feel like um, looking at uh, clicking, if you're in the car and you're just listening to this audio podcast, um, check out iesyd.wordpress.com, dot com, and uh, that'll take you straight there. Um, and uh, let us know what you think in the comments. Yeah, we'll let us know where your line is. Where do you draw that line? No tools, some tools. What tools are okay? Do you think that, because I think that Niantic should basically incorporate the tools from IATC into their map that they mm -hmm. think are okay, and then say, here's the tools you can use. You can use the tools on our site that right. deal with the data. And if you're trying to get the data and doing stuff with the data otherwise, that is not okay. But, it, you know, it's like also like I wonder, well, what about agent stats? What about, you know, the mission um, st sites that tell you where all the missions are and, and the banners and, and like all these things that that obviously 
get the data somewhere and are indexing that data there, you know, there's telegram bots that will do stuff with this data, not to like find people's guardians or, or hunt them, but to like, Hey, here's this mission or, or there's a lot of cool stuff that happens in ingress that I think Niantic likes like these big ops, all these big ops would not be possible, you know, without using some sort of IATC, you know, map thing or something. Right. Like, I don't think they would be, right. maybe they, maybe they would be, maybe they do it without any IITC. I don't know. I'm not at that level. So I don't, you know, I just throw when I'm told to throw or clear when I'm told to clear, but I just assume that it would be hard to, to just even build that plan without some of the, um, you know, the regular plugins for IITC. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Let, let me know. Let me know. And uh, I'll probably never be allowed on another op now. Just even talk about it. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, uh, so this week, um, uh, you were up to a lot, <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah, I'll I'll go first because my mine was very light, but uh, I um was uh, uh driving around and um I uh. I know of a bunch of uniques. See, I've already, I don't even need uniques anymore, but now I'm just like on this thing of like, oh my God, there's uniques over there because I was looking for them for so long. So I collected a whole ton of uniques, um, kind of in the uh, north, northeast part of my city and um, of Huntsville and uh, got, um, just got, just collected a whole bunch. And then I continued to kind of like web up my area. So like I, I, um, I have some new fields that I hadn't th thrown yet. So it's very solid up here. It's like really, it's the best I've, I've really seen it. Um, because I kind of went out of my way to just collect all this stuff. I was like, so how would I get this area? So I was just kind of driving around anyway. Uh, so I didn't do a whole lot, but it was just, just the fact that I keep, I keep driving up and down this one road every morning. Cause uh, my girlfriend's car is broken and I'm having to drive her to work and back. And that's what got me like kind of ingressing and like in this area that I'm not really used to. <laughs> so that's always kind of fun. So it takes me a very long time to drop her off and come back home, basically. Especially when it's <laughs> snowing, right? Right. Now it's snowing. And I was just telling you, Brent, I, you know, two years ago or a year ago, it seems like I, I'm always um, outside in the snow or driving around in the snow when we ingress and there's even uh, a video or two on our channel of of snow snowgrass i guess you could call it and i don't know why it just brings back fond memories it, i know it's cold and it's uncomfortable but when we're ingressing it seems more epic like we're out there like yes we must fight the cold to do what we're doing you know i don't know so i it so i woke up this morning to the snow it never snows in Huntsville, Alabama. I mean, we're in the South. So when it snows, you pay attention, right? So it snowed this morning. And the first thing I thought was, oh, man, I wonder if the roads are good enough to, like, ingress. But not by myself. I'd rather go with you. Like, just, I don't know, really, like, tromping around maybe on the mountain or something, like, trying to get some rares, like, in the snow. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know, know about driving cool. up the mountain in the snow. Well, yeah. I mean, there's that danger factor. <laughs> Maybe, anyway. maybe, uh, yeah, we we live pretty far away from each other. To, to yeah, it's just dangerous just snows. meeting up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was gonna meet up with you, but uh, it snowed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I was um, 
getting ready for work and um, just planning to work from home. And, and uh, my wife came in and was like, are, are you going to go out and get some portals before it snows? Are you going to go ingress before it snows? And I was like, oh, oh, should I? And she's like, well, it's going to snow and you're not going to be able to get out there. And I was like, okay. So I, I went out and oh, nice. did a nice <laughs> lap around Madison, clearing up stuff, farming. And uh, uh, then I got back home, started working. Nice. So, <laughs> cool. Is that, are, are you done with your week? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, well, we already talked about the uh, the bath. Uh, so I also lost my uh, guardian this week on day eighty nine. Like I was, I was like, oh man, it's gonna take today. I'm gonna get my ninety. I don't have that badge yet. It's gonna get it today, and then all suddenly, I got your your portal has been neutralized. I was like, that's dirty, rotten, cheating son of a scoundrel what tools are you using to do this and i was talking to some uh friends uh ingress friends and i was like does anybody know this agent you know i'm, I'm just wondering if you heard anything about them were they on the brokers guild or were they and they were like oh no that dude's really nice i was like really he just got my guardian on you know day 89 it seems like a jerk to me and they're like oh no no he wasn't using any tools he that was just happenstance or, or whatever so i was like you know i'm, I'm gonna go i'm gonna see so i sent him a um a g plus message because he was he, he has it on his account and, and and uh uh and so i sent him a thing i was like hey you know you got my guardian day 89 i just wanted to hear the story about it basically you know and he actually responded to me and so i had a little conversation with him and he was, he was it, because it was about the snow he, he said he was worried about you know there being an op and throw into that portal and no one being able to get to it and so it would be up through the through the bad weather and so he went up there and, and uh, took it down uh so it kind of it was good to hear in a way, because uh, I wasn't mad that my guardian was taken, like at all. I was just mad because th th I thought they must be a cheater because it happened on day 89, right? Like, why would yeah. it happen any other reason at this remote location? Um, and so to hear that it, you know, that it was some nice dude and, and that it just happened to be that day, that it, I think it's a good story that people need to realize that. It's not always a cheater. It's not always someone cheating. There is things just happen. You know, that's uh, there are coincidences in life and in ingress. So don't uh, matter of fact, I would say instead of ever assuming that it is a cheater, assume that it's not a cheater. Reach out to him even and say, "Hey, you know, good job." Don't do it in comms cuz, you know, no one likes comms bombs. It just seems like you're you're being a, a poor sport. Uh, but send him a message and, and, you know, see what the story is. It may be interesting and you may go, Oh, that's, that's kind of cool. Or they may be like, yeah, no, I found you on the scraper and some dude told me I should take it out. And, uh, uh, you know, then you can report them. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, say hi, don't do anything wrong, but it's, you know, anyway, so that was cool. And then I, uh, noticed that, uh, my, my work in OPR has gone down drastically since I got my first badge. Like when I was trying to get the badge, like I was just, you know, piling through it, got, you know, almost 200 to probably 250 or, or more. So, um, submissions. And then it was just like, I would do a few a day. Like I'm up to like 300 now. So uh, it just kind of slowed down. Cause it's like, what, um, 
working for getting portals, but it's, it's, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm forcing myself to do it now. Oh, okay. Are you still in good standing? Uh, yeah, still in good standing. I don't know if that'll go up or down. Uh, and I guess that's the other thing is like, I don't want it to go down. And, and if you don't do anything, it doesn't go anywhere. Right. So I'll be in good standing forever, but I would rather (laughs) have portals than standing, I guess. So, right. Hmm. Um, let's say the last couple things are, uh, there was another op that was going down yesterday and I just got uh, a message about it asking if I could, uh, help clear some stuff and, and, and so I ran out during lunch to help do that and I had to flip some portals and by the time they got to throw later on, someone had come back and, and, uh, re grabbed those portals and blocked the lanes again. And so I had to go back out at night to, um, flip them again, but I only had two ADAs. Uh, and so I couldn't mm. flip them all. So we had to like pick the, the, you know, the ones that would maximize the, uh, the links through the lane. So that kind of sucks. So I'm going to have to start farming more to get more ADAs and make sure I'm like prepared and should have uh, more than six, you know, to burn in a day. Right, um, man. I should give you some of mine. I have like over a hundred of them mm. and I don't use them really. Like you're doing a lot more ops these days. When I see you at lunch, I'll dump some on the ground and and give it to you, and somebody will probably steal them. Well, and that was that. <laughs> hopefully not. But that was one <laughs> of the cool things with um, after the op on uh, Sunday, I, I met a bunch of the uh, folks from uh, Nashville who were uh, part of the op too. We all went to lunch in between um, kind of the areas, and so I got to meet a bunch of people, and I actually got a, a couple of the new uh, capsules or the changed capsules because I'd only had two. So now I have five. So I'll be able to grow some stuff now. Oh, good. Uh, cool. Specifically that. And it, but it was really good seeing everybody and meeting them. And so I really, really uh, suggest that people do that. Just, just, I, I realize more and more as I meet people and get involved with these ops that not knowing your kind of like local group and getting involved with however they communicate, whether it's Slack or Telegram, you're just doing yourself a disservice mm-hmm. because you'll be throwing your crap links and not even know it. And you're going to piss a bunch of people off by accident and, and not really piss, but they're gonna be like, Oh, why did they throw those? Uh, why can't they, you know, see that we're doing this. And so get involved with your local community and you know what? You'll get probably get some gear out of it. They'll help you. They'll make some portals, some H, they'll know where the farms are. And it's just more fun. It is. It, I, I don't get the game solo. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's more and more a group game. And, and so good. Go do that. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. lastly, Agent uh, Dewey Jays. You remember his idea last week? Some, uh, something happened during the call. I was trying to mess with audio or something. I didn't get to listen, so it it, it messed my brain up. I went back and listened to it, and oh, yeah. it was the link laser. And it's really right. actually a cool idea. And I kind of, um, I think, dismissed it some just because I, I didn't hear it enough. And so uh, I just wanted to say, um, good idea. <laughs> yeah, the link laser. Can we hear right. more? <laughs> we uh, have another reference to the link laser later in the show as well. <laughs> nice. And uh, okay, so um, so keep on uh, entering the um, entering your date. Uh, if you have not entered our contest and you think you know when 
Ingress Prime is going to be released the day and the time. We have a form you can fill out, and you uh, um, you can find the link in the description. Um, and you just basically put your put the date and time. A lot of people are competing to to uh, for that day and time to see who's going to be the closest, and whoever wins will get the twenty five dollar gift certificate. And uh, so that'll be really fun. And we're still we're in in mid January. Still no, no, uh, no news on the Ingress Prime release. So we'll just keep on trucking and see what happens. Right. Um, so also, uh, do you have any updates on the Pints and Pixels portal that you submitted uh, about a month ago? Yeah, it's it's in limbo. So mm-hmm. I've been kind of looking around for uh, what might be happening, and apparently in. Uh, busier areas, which I would assume our downtown would be possibly considered that, that yeah. if it's within, um, have you seen this thing about the S2 about, about, uh, portal density? And if it's, there's basically even a, a plugin now that shows you the squares of where portals can be and the size of the area. And so people are kind of doing analysis to see, um, where, this is happening, like where portals can be. And it's, it's kind of looking like that if your portals are in the same kind of square as another one, that it may get thrown into this limbo, which I think is going to Niantic to have to kind of make a decision on. And they may not be making decisions on things right now. Now that they have OPR going, it may be just be like, nah, just let it sit there and we'll figure it out later or haven't looked at it or it goes into some weird pot or queue that they don't even know how to access anymore so i there's a way to kind of see that data on the itc and so i guess people before they could submit could check to see if it's in that area and make sure maybe move outside of it as much as possible you know kind of tweak the 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 location of the portal over if they can just outside of it uh and that may help so it may be in that because it was real close to the uh, the dumb red art portal and as well as we submitted like four in that same area kind of all in that same area so maybe they all I don't know maybe they all went in and did something funky because of that yeah so um, we'll hang yeah. on and see is it have we said enough about bot stuff because I had one more thought about bots yeah I want to get your opinion of this okay. So, you know, in the TOS, like we were talking about, it says something about bots, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not like if I use a bot to, like, run my Telegram channel. Like, they have no control or say over people using bots, right? So, like, that's right. talking about bots going around the map and grabbing the data. Like, remember the Pokemon Go bots that would go around and find out basically that's how they figure out where all the Pokemon are. They actually have bots that run around the map and see when something spawns and they put it into their database. Like we're talking about those kind of bots, right? That are running and trying to scrape data. And we're not talking about like bots that you use on your own data. Right. Right. Like I feel like that's different. Uh, Anyway. I mean, on your own data, as in, like, you you uh, are keeping a list of, or you're keeping okay. an index of services or content? <laughs> so, well, okay. Uh, put it like this. 
I could absolutely see someone who's a guardian hunter, because that's right. legit, right? That mm-hmm. sees incoms or sees, hey, agent so-and-so took this portal. Well, I'm going to put in my spreadsheet or my database, because I know how to program such and such agent, this portal, this date. Okay. Now, I might have a bot that in my channel that I can now access my data and see when okay, what guardians are coming up that I need to go deal with? And now oh, I have okay, some okay. friends that are in my channel with me and I'm right. Like, see, so it goes down to a level where there could be, I think that this data, a way to do like guardian hunting in a way that wouldn't violate a TOS, or is that still considered indexing the data? It's knowledge that I gained from looking at a screen or heck I, Someone could have told me, right? Like, it's not like right. technically going and grabbing. I don't know. Like, where is that line? Yeah, from from their description, they say, you know, no automation tools, bots, spiders, crawlers, data mining tools, um, engines, or or any kind of devices. So basically, the act of you just just marking something down in a spreadsheet and then calling it up later, I think, is against the TOS. Like. I don't know if they just want us to do everything on the fly and not not be so meticulous as to write things down or to to. But you know this what I mean? says to extract, scrape, or index the the content, and and they're talking about the in-game content, right? Right, but but if I you're don't not know, using like, the bot to do that part, you're doing it. So, you did that on your own, right? Right. So it's. It's when, uh, how do you acquire the data? Right. So the, you acquire it legitimately. You put it into your spreadsheet or database, right? Mm-hmm. And now you use a bot on the back end to check that data. You're not checking the game's data with that bot. You're checking your data. Yeah. I, I mean, to me, that's like, mm, I don't know. To me, it's gray, right? Because it's not, you're not... Yeah, that's a tough one. Finny McFingers so... in the chat room. He says, uh, "You writing down? You writing it down is fine. Using an automated tool to extract is the violation. The but two extract together. from the game or extract from your database. See, like, like from, that's from where the data. different is for me. Because if you look at the TOS, it, it specifically says within the game, right? Yeah. Like I, f- I feel like we need like a whole." Need like uh, a you know we need some sort of a, a legal like a, a, a niantic lawyer. lawyer. Yeah. Okay. Tell <laughs> us about like the that. TOS. Tell us. Okay, we're gonna run these these things by you, and uh, you know, but it, it specifically says um, you agree that you're responsible for your own conduct. Uh, that seems like of course you are, right? <laughs> Okay, well, uh, well, now I'm in the in the wrong area. I think. Anyway, instead of reading this, let us know what you think. Uh, once again, <laughs> now I want to read this more, but we're doing a show, so I'll wait. So let's hear what Andy's got to say. Well, thanks, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> so uh 
he had a lot to say last week. Um, <laughs> so he, he's, uh, he's not in, um, the next one he'll have, uh, his next AMA will be Monday, February 5th. So, uh, um, oh, oh, he has a message. You want to read the message from Andrew? Yeah, no AMA this week. In fact, I'll be holding them monthly now instead of weekly for the foreseeable future for a number of reasons. I'll be traveling a lot over the next couple of months, which will make doing them weekly difficult. Also, the number of repeat and duplicate questions recently seems to be increasing. Thanks for understanding. The next one will be Monday, February 5th. Do you think he um, really kind of thought about it after he talked to us? Because he was thinking that same thing when we asked him questions. He was like, you know, it's it's like I should do this once a month. And I keep getting the same questions. And, and now it's official. Yeah, he was uh, floating it right on the show to see right. if he got any negative reactions. And he's like, right. hey, no one yelled at me. So. I'm gonna try this. I, I think it. I think it's really good because it's it's hard to even keep up and read them, and I, I think having them sp- spread out twelve times a year it makes it more special and you know makes you really think of a question before you start asking. So I think. Well, it, maybe I that's think. the other thing is like maybe you should only be allowed to ask one question. One, one question, question a year. Person? No, per person. Oh, so, oh I mean, per, I'll ask multiple okay. questions, but. You know, it. I will think harder about my question if I can only answer one or ask one, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, charge a dollar. You got to write your question on a dollar and mail it to him. <laughs> now it's going to be a good question because you're going to have to mail something. <laughs> mail a dollar in? With your question on it. <laughs> Isn't that a violation like that. of the federal laws of... Um, uh, writing on currency. Put it on anyway. a piece of paper with your dollar. <laughs> okay, so we have next, we got uh, What's in the capsule? What's in the capsule? I thought we had a bumper and we know. What's in the capsule, everyone? Well, I will tell you what's in the capsule. Awesome ideas for the inclusion um, into ingress. And uh, we will start this off with uh, Agent Goonie guy's fine idea. Uh-oh. Uh, do you not have a fine idea? Well, no, I'll take other it, ideas, too. May, okay. Well, good. <laughs> mine's not fine. It's just an idea. But lately, I've been noticing I've been getting speed locked all over the place. And, and maybe it's because I'm driving too fast and, and going from place to place. And mm-hmm. even if I, like, turn my scanner off, like, if I had it on before I, I moved, it it's, you know... The location A to location B, if it's too too short in the time or whatever, then it's uh, it's no bueno. And my biggest issue with it is that it doesn't let you know. Like, it's just you try something. Like, you, you know, you, you mentioned before that, that uh, uh, try to recharge a portal or something. But I've even gotten yeah. to where you sit there, like, for, for three, four, I don't know however long. And then finally it lets you glyph hack. And then you get your glyph hack and you get it perfect. And then it goes... Womp, womp, communication error, and you're like, Shut up, ah! <laughs> like I shouldn't have been able to do that. And then you do it again, and it's like ah, another one. And like I've had it happen multiple times, and getting, and then finally it, it triggers. And so, like, I really wish there was an indicator that says you're speed locked. You're you just don't do anything until this is gone, and then you'll be all good. Uh, secondarily, I would love it if they added some kind of 
extra verification step, whether it's an SMS to my phone or some stupid CAPTCHA um, that says, okay, um, we're not going to speed lock you in the future if, with, if you have this extra verification. So we know you're not a bot. We know you're not like a, a spoofer uh, because of this. Or if you are and we catch you, then we'll take your account away and you're going to be screwed because now your, your phone can't be used, you know, or something. Um, and maybe a captcha just to unlock the speed lock. So if you're speed locked, you can in, enter in an extra captcha or something to just like get it gone and be able to continue on because it could really screw up ops and missions and, and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. if, if you don't do it right, and, you know, and you're supposed to just like leave it off until you get to the place and go. But sometimes you've got to do multiple things. And it, and and you've got to go from place A to B, and some places you're allowed to go seventy miles per hour, right? Like it's not illegal. Um, so to me, it's like the speed thing shouldn't be an issue. Now, if you go from Florida to California in ten minutes, yes, there's an issue. <laughs> there's my idea. Yes, speed okay. locking. Yeah. There. How about yeah, you? I like that. Uh, let's see here. So I have a, uh, why can't I find it? I'm scrolling right here. Okay. Here, here we go. There we go. Uh, this is, um, nothing you've never heard of before, but the integration would be really nice. So you know how you can, um, (laughs) you can track your friends on Google maps or glimpse, well, how about an integration right into Ingress Prime and the new one, right? So how about just being able to um, have agent tracking uh, built right in so that you don't have to use a third-party app. I know the third-party apps are nice and great and everything, but I think people would probably use this feature a lot more if it was just as easy as just being able to uh, track people. Uh, also, I know this would probably introduce things like a friends list and all, all kinds of other little like social type things in Ingress Prime. But I suspect Ingress Prime is going to be is going to have a lot of this stuff in it anyway. I mean, this is a new app. This is a new 2018 was far different from what 2012 when it came out or whenever it was 2013, 2012. Anyway, um, so uh, how about just something built right in so you, you could set certain things like, you know, how about, you know, you track your friends for two hours and you do an op um, or, I mean, you know, everybody's using Glimpse or Google Maps anyway. So you could even have smart filters on there too and say, just let me know when this group of people reach this portal. You don't even have to see them on the map driving. You just get that alert. Oh, Brent's at this portal. Okay. I just got a little pop-up says Brent's at the you know, uh, old Baptist church, blah, 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 whatever it is. Hey, that's good enough for me. So now I know that I can continue my part of the op or whatever. So it'd be a nice organization tool. That'd be awesome. Yeah. And be able to like, uh, like just a almost full on GPS, like go ahead and compete with ways. Like there's some extra money for you there. Right, yeah, just right. into a GPS where I'm using it as my GPS instead of having to use a GPS and ingress because I still got to have view open to look. Okay, there's the portal if I'm not familiar with the area. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, I love this. Like, um, let me know where the agents are. Let me know where the the portals are. Let me know where the driving and have you know um, 
different notable personalities from Ingress giving my directions. Yeah, and you know, and it's a two way street. It's not like you can track anybody who doesn't want to be tracked, obviously. So you know, you, you would have some privacy built in. So yeah, really cool. Yeah. And we did have a, a uh, comment from uh, Chad about the speed lock. Uh, K Fort says, "I think the speed lock is to prevent driving and playing." And I, I think, and I may be wrong about this, but I think there's kind of two different things. Like if you go over about 40 miles per hour, you're kind of locked, so you can't um, do anything. But if you're under that, I mean, you can still hack and 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 um, you know throw bursters and stuff like that. But there's also like a layer where if you get from point A to point B, like you just can't do anything. Like you can't um, you can't hack, and it's a like a three what maybe a five minute time limit like it's just it's like minutes yeah. go by where you can't do anything whereas the other one is if you get under that speed level you can do stuff right mm-hmm. maybe i'm wrong about that but uh so yeah, yeah it seems so long it seems so long when you're sitting there just waiting like oh god <laughs> like don't turn it on when you get on an airplane and, and then uh try to do something immediately when you get off the airplane Oh, it, yeah. Like you getting to the like, okay, well, it should have taken you this long if you were going the correct speed to get to this place. So we're going to wait to you. So don't speed. I mean, maybe that is, maybe that's absolutely right. It's all about they take the, like, would they take the speed on the map or just 40 miles per hour? You can't go faster than that. Mm-hmm. And you're locked from being like, I don't know, like, that needs to be fixed regardless. <laughs> it's not yeah. 40 miles per hour everywhere. But uh, is is there a um, is it an altimeter? Is that what it is to to uh, to detect your altitude in a phone? Something like that. Anyway, I'm just gonna pretend and say it is. So that's what if, I do. If, I don't get in trouble. For that. <laughs> but uh, I, I remember having this conversation with somebody a couple years ago about ingress because, like, if you're in a plane, you would be in range of hundreds of portals at the same time because you know simple geometry if you if you start at one portal and you accelerate straight if you just go straight up in the air your cone of uh, of you know access will get smaller and smaller so anyway underneath you you'll have a whole country uh, a whole country's well maybe not a whole country you're not flying up to the space station but you know if you're in an Small airplane country. Small country. You're de- yeah, you're definitely above a few different states, you know, in the, in the United States or an island or something, right? So you would be able to go crazy, right? So there's something there stopping you. It could be the speed because obviously you're going very fast when you're in an airplane. But here, here's here's um, here's the dilemma. What if you were not in an airplane? What if you were standing still yet you were way up in the air? Say you were in, I don't know, a really like a like a hot air balloon, right? It's barely moving. In fact, you can make it just kind of completely stop, right? Um, if you have fine control over the nozzle of the, you know, propane or whatever it takes, you know, the hot air. <laughs> anyway, so, or a helicopter, right? You could, you could stay still in a helicopter. So, has anybody tried this before? Can you go way up and just freaking connect all the, everything in a in a country or in an island? Like I don't know. I'm not that good <laughs> with geometry to know. Uh, yeah, I mean, 
Somebody, uh, somebody, let us know in a comment. I, I, I know that a ton of people probably already know this before. I don't travel a lot, so I don't know. Like, you know, I'm barely in an airplane, so I, I don't know. But I would definitely try something like this if I were way up in the sky. <laughs> so, anyway, um, okay. So we have an idea here. What's in the capsule from Finny McFinger? Finny McFinger uh, from Twitter. And he, yeah, he's also in the chat. So he says, time for my weekly idea, EMP mod. This mod could appear to be a shield, but when the portal is attacked, it could trigger the EMP detonation, disrupting all scanner activity within a small radius of the portal for a short time, maybe longer with rare mod. That's pretty cool. EMP blast, like... And it just disrupts everybody's scanner. So it's kind of like when you turn your scanner on and you're out or you're in a metal building, right? It'd just be like, you know, like staticky. And uh, kind of like when you're, be... you're out of XM and you're trying to throw up bursters. Oh, right. That just too, right? That maybe. Yeah. That'd be crazy. Can you imagine an anomaly that happening? Oh, God. And just for the <laughs> other team? <laughs> right. That'd be crazy. Huh. I, I like that idea. That's really cool. We have some really cool mod ideas uh, coming out of this show lately. Um, you know, do, you could, I mean, all these ideas, like you, you need to have, we need to have like 25 to 30 mods total. Lots to choose from for all kinds of different situations. That would be, that would be really cool. Um, and uh, I guess we'll get into the next segment. Oh. Greetings, Agent. You just called the Agent Academy podcast. Thank you, JBJ Blaze, for sending in that bumper. We shortened it just a little bit. We're going to try to keep them to like 15 seconds or shorter if possible. Uh, but yeah. that's like the third one he sent in, fourth one maybe. Uh, yeah, I believe so. <laughs> and crazy, the codes has the JB in it as well. So that just happens to be. But we got oh, a, yeah. a bunch of comments in this week. Uh, first one here. We actually got a bunch on our Reddit post. So we'll, every once in a while, every few episodes, we'll make a post on Reddit about uh, the latest episode. And of course, we did it for the interview with Andrew. And we had a response from, uh, let's see, Reddit anti hero on there who said, uh, your thing on military bases, you are taking the wrong way. You can't have a portal that is a military base, as in the entrance where agents would be getting in the way. But you can have portals inside a military base that is not obstructing. And so it's, it's a really good discussion on there. Um, multiple people uh, made some really good points. Um, so I uh, say uh, go read that. I think the gist of it is... There still needs to be some kind of clarification, I think, from uh, Niantic on on what they mean uh, when they say um, interfering with uh, emergency operations and um, military bases, industrial sites, power plants, and air traffic control towers. Because all those aren't emergency operations like they're trying to get out somewhere to help people. It's they're mm -hmm. doing things like 
you know, getting planes down safely. So they don't want a bunch of people around their, their tower, um, causing problems just because people are going to have to go, Hey, what are you doing? (laughs) Who are you? Like, what's going on here? And I think that's more in my mind, that's kind of what the rule is saying about military bases and, and other, uh, places, uh, Fire stations, we know you don't want people in the way because the vehicle needs to get out to stop a fire as well as like a hospital with ambulance is trying to get out. But there are probably okay areas at those and possibly some of those kind of locations. But I think a military base, um, you know, and there was someone made a point that uh, there was one military commander who actually had Pokemon Go portals removed from the whole base or said they should be or something like that. Uh so it's like, uh, I could see in rec areas, you know, like where uh, military personnel are spending, you know, their families and stuff are on bases and stuff. So that's like the perfect place, right? Where they have walking trails and, and bowling alleys and, and their own recreational parks and, and things like that. Uh, but maybe out where people are actually doing military stuff, like making rockets and missiles and helicopters and, and training and that sort of thing maybe aren't the best places for them. <laughs> and I think that's the problem is is OPR may not be the best people to judge that, right? Because right. I get military things on the, on the base, and I'm not going to know if it's a good area for that or not. I, I mean, I used to work out there, so I kind of know some places that might be good. Uh, but um, so, yeah, it's a real gray area once again. Yeah. <laughs> Yay for gray areas. Come Yay on, lawyers. We need to, those are the, that's the two big grayest things for, for us is that's uh, the, uh, the military base thing and the, uh, oh crap. What was the other one? Uh, earlier in Airplane the show. Towers? Oh, the, uh, <laughs> no, scraping stuff, uh, bots. Yeah. Yeah. The whole scraping, the whole keeping your own data and being able to like yeah. access, like, I mean, yeah. So, uh, Anyway, yeah, and someone else made a good point that um, the portals they had seen on bases were all like housing areas and churches, and I think that was a uh, key to scooter um, and recreation trails. And that's one thing I think uh, we all got to keep in mind is all the bases are different. Some bases are solely like, hey, we're training and we're doing some some crazy stuff here. We don't want anyone that isn't supposed to be here, like. Uh, military wise or, or anything doing stuff like when you're here you're to do this military stuff we don't want you playing games even you know uh, mm-hmm. and there's military bases in other countries that might shoot you for doing it you know <laughs> you know you don't know like I mean maybe you don't play in North Korea or something but <laughs> I have a feeling they wouldn't like you on their military base at all playing ingress uh, and possibly not in the country so it, it does to some, I guess, um, people make good points like it, it, the OPR in that area, maybe they know better. And so having a blanket rule doesn't work or maybe a blanket rule to just say, Hey, how about military bases or just no bueno? Yeah. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Hooray for Hollywood. Hollywood. Um, let's see. Uh, a cute cat. (laughs) <laughs> we got uh, another one here. This one uh, is from uh, I can't read it. J. Salum, two thousand eight. Is that it? Yeah, 
JH Salum 2008. Okay. Do you plan on having more guests from Niantic come on soon? And how do I decode the thing I saw in the latest podcast? What? <laughs> what was that? Agent Soho, have you been doing some crazy wacky stuff to our episodes? Uh, yeah. Um, okay. So I'll just say uh, uh, Alistair uh, from the last episode, he... He wins. He decoded the secret message from the last week's podcast episode on YouTube. It's a um, it, it's a visual thing, so it's not an audio thing. So if you uh, just want to have some fun and <laughs> try to figure out how to decode some weird messages you might see, you probably will get uh, a reward out of it. So he um, he got his reward um, because he figured it out. And uh, um, I don't think we can tell anybody how to decode the thing. Uh, strange things happen in the video feed that we can't understand. We can't explain. And we just, um, we have uh, viewers just uh, decode it on their own and without anybody's help. And uh, they're just smart people. So uh, I don't know. Try a lot of things, trial and error. Shoot. Post it on Reddit. Ask other people. There's probably might be a group of people trying to do the same thing. Maybe get together. I don't know. So, uh, and there might be one on this episode. I don't know. I don't put them there. The shapers do. (laughs) Uh, speaking of shapers and lore and all this fanfic kind of stuff, we talked last week about um, the uh, link laser. Right? Link laser. Bringing, bringing that back up again. So the link laser was a cool idea, and he got really in-depth, and it was uh, really well thought out. It, you know, it was really cool. Um, I was trying to think of the word. You know, it's it's like um, coming up with, with um, not lore, but, you know, I don't know. I couldn't really think of the word. And so thankfully we got a comment on uh, YouTube from K Fort. And she said, uh, when you are talking, when we, when you were talking about the fan fix, it was called, uh, it was called a head cannon. Head I didn't know that head can. I've never heard that. of that. That's awesome. So I looked it up in dictionary. So head cannon is a noun. <laughs> it is fandom slang. And it says elements and interpretations of a fictional universe accepted by an in- individual fan, but not found within or supported by the official canon. Interesting. So it's basically that. So it's an element within fandom. So basically. not like a head cannon where you have a cannon on your head and you're shooting stuff, <laughs> or you have a cannon that you're shooting heads out of. <laughs> right. It's like canon, like canon lore. Okay, I get it. Like the canon yeah. of the ah, got it. So makes sense. Well, mm. thank you for clearing that up. That's why we love comments. Like this, hey, correct us, you know, you or blew our mind, and not even with a head cannon. It's <laughs> awesome. And uh, I guess we will call that a show. We will. What do you know? We will. Maybe we should make our own like head cannon. Head cannon. You know what Ingress needs? It needs a head cannon. Well, we're going to can... <laughs> Something you can really. <laughs> and Finney know. says a new mod idea. Cannon for Agent Goonie Guy's head. There you and go. It will shoot heads oh. out of it. It'll be a head head cannon. <laughs> right? No? Yes. They'll have four of them. So it'll be like a quad forehead head cannon cannon. Because we'll, we'll, the story about the can, canon would be canon, right? Or it would oh, be yeah. Canon. So it would be a, a quad four head canon, head cannon, cannon, four <laughs> head cannon. Yeah. You figured sense? it out. It has been decoded. 
And All right. was there a code within that message? Maybe. Do not Maybe. want 34 Do not. Agent Academies. No. Um, uh, that's it. So get out there and go f- go fishing. Go no, go don't do that. No, Maybe do okay. That. I don't know. Find out I mean, more information. In hey, a lake, if, in a pond. If you were a user of the goldfish thing and want to tell us more about it, um, we don't do websites, but we will talk about it on the show. So let us know. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, definitely. Call in and, at uh, speakpipe.com slash Agent Academy. Uh, watch us on YouTube's Agent Academy, Twitter, Agent Academy, Facebook, Agent Academy Podcast. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And uh, it's... Yeah. Oh, oh, we forgot. Oh, totally forgot. What did we forget? Mission. There's a the new, mission. There's a new mission in Huntsville, and it is the Agent Academy in Huntsville mission and so you can follow and find um places that uh, agent soho and i uh either work together met or other various uh lore things about the two of us and the show and you can do the mission in huntsville and get the the badge for it and we'll probably do these in other places that we visited as well in the future and maybe make a, a banner uh you know this has to be a video it says be a video of us yeah. doing the mission, like obviously in the snow. In the so snow, tomorrow, yeah. we're gonna... that is awesome. So, oh, but I thought really cool. if if we have people uh, do these, that maybe they could win a prize. Oh, okay. We get some swag. swag. Okay, yeah, you get some real some real uh, medals, like in IRL medals. For your uh, backpack or zippers or whatever you want to put it on. <laughs> You're not zipping me, sir. <laughs> I have to think of some way to uh, securely get your addresses and stuff like that. There you go. Can you see this? So the first person who does it and who doesn't mind meeting up with us will get a uh, Agent Academy podcast. Am I in the camera? There we go. Yeah. It's a little uh, money pouch. Oh yeah, that's really small, but it it's uh, has a secret compartment inside, so you can now uh, put your hey. This would be a great place to put all your anomaly badges and coins and things in, and then you could keep it with you. Cool. There it is. Yeah, fancy, fancy schmancy. Go do it, and uh, yeah, there's that. All right, and that's the real end. Uh, maybe we'll announce the uh, the mission thing next week. Next week too, on the beginning of the episode, <laughs> we just tacked it on the very end. <laughs> but uh, but that's cool. Alrighty then, I guess we are out for another week, and we'll see you next time. Bye everybody. Bye.